good afternoon. Oh my God, it is afternoon, isn't it? <laughs> good afternoon, you guys. Welcome to another episode of You Are Loved. I am your host, Alita. I know it has been ages. Not really. Um, um, I think the last time we talked was Friday, right? Today is Tuesday. I know I should have done a show yesterday, but I don't know what happened yesterday. I was kind of discombobulated yesterday, but today I'm here and um, I want to continue with our conversation we were talking about. I think we were talking about failure. Um, so let's continue that conversation. Give me a second here. All right, so we were talking about 22 ways to fail or not to fail. Isn't that what we're talking about? Let's find that out. Let, let's see what we missed here mm. um, in our favorites. Uh, let's see. Um, we were talking about inner peace. That's what we were talking about. I knew it was something. And we were talking about inner peace from hackspirit.com. And we talked about how stress, uh, depression, anxiety, none of us are strangers to these issues. Remember, we talked about that. That was on Friday. That was the last time we had a show. So let's go forward and we're going to talk about, I think we left off on, let me see, I think we left off on number 18, you guys. Um, hold up. Okay. We did. Oh, let's go over where we left off at. I'm kind of naming them. I'm not going to go into deep with them, but I am going to name them for you guys. Uh, let's see. Okay. We talked about what inner peace was, how important it is. Um, let's see. Oh, the six dangerous beliefs that will block your inner peace. One, I will be happy when I get this. Wait a minute. This is not my true emotions will reveal my vulnerabilities and weaknesses. Um, I need to be happier. I need to be, that's not the same one we talked about you guys. That is not it. This is not it. So let me see, where did I leave off at? Oh man. Nope, that is not it. I thought I had 22. Okay, maybe this is what we were talking about. It is, this is it. It's how to find inner peace, 10 things you can do, you can start doing right now. That's what it was, I'm sorry. Uh, we talked about, I'm repeating myself again, stress, depression, anxiety. None of us are strangers to these issues these days, which is why more people than ever before have turned toward the search for inner peace. But inner peace isn't simply something you can turn on. It's not something you can decide to do and then do it. 
Inner peace is a state to be achieved and to be approved upon a long, lifelong journey that requires a lifetime commitment. So how do you find inner peace and what does it really mean? Um, we're going to talk about how modern world necessitates inner peace. Uh, the modern world takes a heavy toll on us, on all of us. Smart technology, internet everywhere we go, and an emerging all-access work culture that expects us to be on whenever possible. Lunch breaks become shorter, weekends become extinct, and vacations become something you put off for your retirement. And it's not always a matter of choice. Sometimes you don't have a choice to do this. We're stressed, worried, anxious, and confused. We don't know if the economy will still have our jobs in 5, 10, 20 years, whether because of whether <clears throat> because of one global crisis or another or the upcoming automation of 90% of our current workforce, okay? It never feels like we have room to breathe, to choose a sensible option of slowing down because the world just keeps spinning faster and faster and faster. And I don't know if you guys feel this way sometimes, but I feel like if I don't do something in one day, I feel like I haven't accomplished anything in my lifetime. That's crazy, but I don't like to spend a day without doing something. I don't care what it is, I have to do something. Um, yesterday, I did a video. I talked about my book, and I did a video on my book because it was something I felt like I needed to do. I didn't want to go through the whole day without doing anything. Now, what I realized is that on the weekends, I need to start taking a break, work 9 to 5, and on the weekends, relax. Because if I don't do that Monday through Friday, um, doing something, my weekends will be filled with all the stuff that I was supposed to be doing, and I don't want to do that. Um, that should be the time that I spend with uh, kind of uh, releasing all the stress of the week. Um, it never feels like we have room to breathe to choose a sensible option of slowing down because the world just keeps spinning faster and faster and faster. But for many of us, trying to keep up it's just a cycle of self-destruction, exactly. Mental health issues are more prevalent than ever before. Suicide is a common part of our social circles rather than a rare occurrence, okay? Expectations and demands are through the roof and you're no longer just competing with your classroom or your office or your town, you're competing against the whole world now, okay? And this is why my in, why inner peace has never been more crucial to our lives. Uh, we've forgotten what it means to live a life where we're not always overloaded, overworked, and underappreciated by those around us and by ourselves. Perhaps in the pre-modern world, most people didn't need to seek out inner peace like it was some journey or goal because the world didn't demand so much from them. But these days, the search for inner peace must be an active part of our lives because everything around us constantly acts toward disturbing our inner peace and pulling us back into the chaos. What is inner peace and why we're drawn to it? Inner peace is often associated with Buddhism, but it's not always a religious or spiritual choice. While many find um, kind of spirituality when practicing inner peace, and Buddhist teaching and while learning Buddhism certainly helps with their personal journey towards true inner peace, the ideals behind inner peace can also be just as practical and applicable to your daily life. To understand what inner peace is, we must understand what inner peace isn't. 
Inner peace isn't being passive and letting life pass you by, being calm and never having any fun, turning down opportunities to grow your life and do new things, having no more energy because you're keeping it all inside and becoming a quiet, reserved, and even timid individual. So that's not what inner peace is. Simply put, inner peace has very little to do with the things that other people would see when they look at you. Your external self doesn't necessarily need to be influenced by the practice of inner peace. If you change externally, it is simply an active choice made after you've changed internally. But what exactly is inner peace? Inner peace is an internalized state of spiritual and mental being, peace. When the noise in your head quiets and the tangles of the threads start coming apart, allowing you to see the space between your thoughts for the first time and what seems to be must and what seem, might seem like forever, that is inner peace. Inner peace gives us the silence we need in a world of constant deafening noise. It allows us to open our eyes inside our minds and see just how cramped everything has become. With inner peace, we noticed why we feel the stress and anxiety that underpins our everyday life. Um, and finally clean out the messy rooms we've made in our minds. So if you have a cluttered mind, inner peace is when your mind is no longer cluttered. Um, with so many people dealing with mental health issues, so many drowning in work, and so many moving away from traditional religiosity and spirituality, the journey to inner peace is saving grace for millions. It is a way for us to step back from our active selves trapped in a permanent state of distress and calm down for a moment or more. Earlier we discussed, we discussed what inner peace isn't. Now discuss, we will discuss what it is. It's an achieving happiness and contentment not through things and achievements, but through reconnection with the self. Becoming a fuller version of the self not by adding to it, but by rediscovering it being whoever you want to be, but being a better version of yourself by having the clarity and presence of a calm inner self, letting go of the superficial pains and worries weighing down your mind, accepting everything, your life, your career, your body, your everything, so you can try and actionably change for the better. So let's talk about six dangerous beliefs that will block your inner peace. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm doing something. Okay. Okay. It says, it's the way for us to step back from our active selves trapped in a permanent state of distress and calm down for a moment or more. Um, earlier, we discussed what inner peace isn't. Now, let's say what it is. Okay, we already went through that. Six days relief that will block your inner peace. Inner peace is a long and winding, winding journey that no one can walk with us. So it's something we have to do ourselves because it's inner, it's internal. The, the, speci the specifics of this journey 
vary from person to person. The things we need to overcome mentally and psychologically to reach a place where we can truly be at peace with ourselves. But there are a few common major obstacles that mo most of us face and learning how to break through these vicious thought patterns is key towards to achieving inner peace. As you begin incorporating methods and practices of inner peace in your daily life, keep in mind the following dangerous negative beliefs we can have. Number one, I will be happy when I get this. It's common to think of happiness as a measurement defined by the things we have and the things we want to have. Um, but we also know that happiness that comes from things, quote unquote, whether it be a new laptop or a new car is fleeting. Once the novelty of the new item wears off, we're back to where we were. Only now we're chasing something else. Your happiness must come from within and not from without. Um, the thing you need to get is reconnection with you, with who you are and figuring out what you want with your life. Number two, my true emotions will reveal my vulnerabilities and weaknesses. And I talked about this yesterday. We often hide our true feelings about things because we don't want to come off as weak or small to those around us. We are taught to see some feelings as socially inappropriate, um, like sadness, fear, and anger. So we try to hide those from the rest of the world. But there is no quicker way to impede your path to inner peace than by forcing yourself to be inauthentic. Number three, I need to be happier. The fixation on how happy we are, especially compared to those around us, has become an unhealthy obsession in modern culture. Even if we're currently satisfied and happy, we let ourselves feel down just because we don't feel as happy as we think we should be feeling. We need to let go of social parameters and judge our feelings only by what they are rather than what they think they should be. We think they should be. And that is so true. Because earlier I was on my way to a um, meeting and um, I was talking to my son as we were driving and I said something. And it was a negative thing I said. And it was about me, it wasn't about anybody else. It sounded, it was more sounding, it was a phrase or a comment I made that sound very ungrateful. Yeah, I was feeling ungrateful at that moment. Even though I shouldn't be feeling that way, I felt ungrateful. And my, my husband, my son had to check me on it. I, you know, I, we had words, but he had to check me on it. And I had to realize um, that, you know what, um, I guess he's right. To a certain extent, he's right. So I kind of, you know what, I'll keep that to myself. I won't say that out loud. But it was something I said out loud. And because of the way I was thinking, you know, um, I had to realize that I can't keep doing this. I, I have to change the way I think. And I can't be teaching you guys all this if I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and letting go of social parameters and judge our feelings only by what they are rather than what we think they should be is very important. Okay, number four says, I need to be doing something right now. See, I just told you guys that. Wow. <laughs> this is so funny. In a culture absolutely addicted to achievement and productivity, one line that has become ingrained into our psyche is, I need to be doing something right now. And I just told you, I felt like on the weekends I had to do something. I felt like I wasn't doing enough. And there is no limit to what right now is. Right now 
can be in the middle of a dinner with your family or right before you go to bed or in the first five minute break you get all week. We've become programmed to feel as an incessant need to do something productive at all times. Not because we want to, but because we feel like failures if we don't. That is so on point. This is one of the biggest things you need to get over if you ever want to know a true sense of calm. Number five, I'm not good enough. We're never truly as good as we want to be, which is why the path towards self-betterment is a lifelong process. But oftentimes we use the phrase, I'm not good enough to put ourselves down and to stop us from trying. We inject these toxic little lines into our psyche, mentally hampering ourselves for no reason other than to incentivize um, our minds to give up. Um, because it's easier to give up and feel sorry for yourself instead of just getting over it and becoming the better version of yourself, um, better version of yourself you want to be. So, we do this. It's easier to give up and feel sorry for ourselves. It's easy to do that than to say, you know what? Because what happened was, I'll tell you what happened, what made me drive me to say that this morning. When I got up this morning, I felt in, in my mind, this is in my mind, I felt that I am not doing enough. I'm not a doing, I was, I'm, I'm not doing enough to achieve where I want to be. I'll put it to you like that. That's how I felt. And I felt that I had to get it in my mind. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm bumping my fist together. <laughs> my fist in my hand. I had to get it in my mind to say, you know what? I need to say this out loud because if I said it out loud in my mind, okay, I'm putting it out in the universe, it'll make me want to do more. I don't understand why. Um, but that's what I did. <laughs> then it says, number six, I'm ashamed and embarrassed by my past. We all have regrets and skeletons in our closets, even the best of us. When we hold on to these memories, we prevent ourselves from growing. And I, that goes back to uh, saying I found on another article that I read by a um, social worker where she said rehashing our mistakes and living in the past can keep us stuck. So we have to get past that. So, um, so if your journey to inner peace is paved with haunting memories and shameful regrets, you'll never find the light at the end of the tunnel. You need to accept that these memories are part of who you are and learn to find peace in their presence rather than hiding them in the shadows. There should be no part of your life that you hide from yourself. So you should be able to, you might have to hide it from other people, but you should be able to live with, with, um, with whatever you've done. You should be able to stand in your mirror and say, that yes, I've, got, I've done some bad things, I've made some bad decisions in my life, but that's not who I am right now, okay? Um, inner peace has a process how to pave the way for peace. Um, inner peace doesn't exist in a vacuum. You don't wake up troubled and disconnected one day and then peaceful and content the next. Too many modern day thinkers treat inner peace as a kind of radio frequency that you can tap into. For people who aren't exactly spiritual like me, um, this brand of philosophy makes inner peace seem like a faraway dream, accessible only to those who have been practicing spirituality for years. In reality, inner peace is more of a process, 
For most part, achieving inner peace involves a lot of shedding. You shed away bad thoughts and behavior, bad behaviors that keep you from feeling that sense of tranquility and quiet. People unknowingly enact a lot of self-destructive behavior that stops them from achieving inner peace. These toxic habits sap our mental strength and put our focus on the wrong things, which creates that feeling of imbalance and disquiet. Um, the good news is that achieving inner peace isn't a laborious process. There are little adjustments you can make to your everyday behavior that will improve not only your state of mind, but also your overall quality of life. Number one, stop obsessive self-blame. There's a thing as too much accountability. It's fine to step up and accept responsibility for mistakes, but it's not healthy to be so self-righteous about it. Strike a balance by recognizing the consequences of your action while also taking into account that sometimes there are things outside of your control and you have to keep that in mind. Number two, ditch the victim mentality. On the other side of the spectrum lies the victim mentality. If you're constantly finding external reasons to justify your behavior in your life, you'll never learn how to take responsibility of your own actions. The victim mentality tracks you in the own, traps you in the own, your own mind, convincing you that the yourself versus the world. This mindset makes your self-conscious stopping from experimenting life more openly. Number three, be aware of people pleasing. Okay. I truly can relate to this. You could spend your entire lifetime trying to please everyone you know, and even then, not everyone will find you agreeable. You know what? That is an awesome saying. And guess what I just did? I just snatched it. Okay? I just snatched it. You can spend your entire, not just some of it, your entire lifetime trying to please everyone. You know, and even then, Not everyone will find you agreeable. Great, great. That's number three of finding your inner peace. Seeking admiration and acceptance from others prevents you from acting on your own free will. I like that too. Seeking admiration from and admiration and acceptance for others prevents you from acting on your own free will.
we're, you, when you're constantly looking over your shoulder, wondering how your boss, parents, friends, or peers will respond to what you do, you'll never fully embrace who you are and find peace with your decisions. And that is so true. I love that. I love that. Okay. I definitely love that. Um, I like this whole thing. This is number three. Looking over your shoulders. Wondering how, I'm not gonna write the whole thing. Wondering how your boss, friends, and family will respond to what you do. You'll never find full, you will never fully embrace who you are and find peace. with your decisions. I'm sorry, you guys, I had to write that down. Number four says goodbye to your grudges. Holding a grudge is a form of self-consolation. Um, when we stay mad at people, we convince ourselves that we're punishing them. In reality, all you're doing is wasting your mental energy on someone who doesn't care about what you think of them. Built up resentment stops you from achieving inner peace because you're stuck in an isolated event without the ability to move on. You're shielding yourself from new experiences and opportunities. Number five, stop chasing perfection. Wow. Perfection is another form of excess that must be shed away. People who strive for perfection train their minds not to settle for anything else. As a result, they easily become dissuaded and only work toward things that are offered assured self-gratification. Wow. Inner peace, on the other hand, is about being comfortable with your strength and your weaknesses. It's being comfortable in who you are right now and being patient in molding who you want to become. How can anyone achieve inner peace? The best way to think about inner peace is some sort of muscle, okay? Like any muscle in the body, you don't start with a strong buff version of it. If you want to make the most of the muscle, you have to constantly work toward building it. The best thing about treating inner peace as a muscle, it is its accessibility. Every single person on earth has this special muscle. You don't have to be spiritual or anything like that to experience the benefits of achieving inner peace. Despite being irreligious, I found the teaching of Buddhism to be comfort comforting, excuse me, um, not because they affirmed that what I know of spirituality or enlightenment, but because its tenets focus on practical everyday applications. While I was trying to shift my mindset and change my own life, I encountered one of the too many resources. Okay, I don't need to read that. Um, it says, no-nonsense exercise to achieve the inner peace. Growing through Buddhist teaching and multiple articles online was laborious, but it ultimately led me to discover five crucial components of inner peace. And you know what? We're going to stop right there. Um, so I know to start here tomorrow. 
um, learn how to, number one, it's going to be learn how to reach mindfulness. We talked about mindfulness before. Number two is develop healthy relationships. Yes. Number three is constantly challenge negative thoughts. Okay. Number four is make meditation a personal habit. Um, and it says number five is practice non-attachment. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I can't wait to go through these tomorrow. Um, so we're going to go ahead and um, stop right here and continue with this. I think this is good, good information, and I'm going to continue um, uh, getting this information. I think this is some wonderful information, and it helped me a lot just in that little time. Um, you guys, like I said, this is a lot of information, but I'm, I don't mind sharing this with you guys because I want you guys to find your inner peace. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Don't forget to go over to You Can't Clip My Wings and check out our new um, my new blog, uh, my new post that I've made. Um, I'm working on bettering that page, bringing it up, putting it in where it needs to be. And also, I'm looking at um, making sure um, that you guys are getting the word out. I told you all about the newsletter. I am working on the trying. I want to have the right title um, to the newsletter in order for us to make sure that I'm getting this information out. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me. I want to thank each and every one of our subscribers that have hung in there and who have subscribed to our website. Um, again, um, thank you guys. Thank you for hanging out with me today. You guys have a great, great week. And we'll be back tomorrow. Either way it goes. Hopefully we'll be back tomorrow. Guys, I want to say thank you again. And don't forget can't clip my wings don't forget to go back and listen to this show over on you can't clip my wings okay bye bye